Amen. You may be seated. Thanks, you guys. Kids, you may be dismissed at Children's Church. If you're, if you're going in that direction, kids can stay if they like to. Um, but if you're visiting with us, there are classes for kids up to age um, 11. There's also a nursery all through service. So, all right. Baptism Sunday. So exciting. So exciting. Okay, so um, today, Levi is getting baptized. Levi, wave. Everybody, Levi's getting baptized. Wyatt's getting baptized. Where's Wyatt? Is he still down here? Wyatt, there's Wyatt. He's getting baptized. Chad, Chad's getting baptized. So exciting. Yeah. And Melody, Melody's getting baptized. Super exciting. Baptism, there's like Easter baptism. Like it's right there. And there are reasons why. So I have three goals for today's message. Number one. If you're a Christian and you are not baptized, by the end of this sermon, my hope is that you will take the next step to go in that direction. It's a beautiful thing. It's an awesome thing. Where's Amber? If you want to take a next step towards baptism, Amber, raise your hand real high. That's who you want to talk to, Amber. Number two, if you're a Christian and you're already baptized, as we go to the Word today, I want you to remember your baptism in a deeply significant way. Remember your baptism. You belong to Christ. <laughs> Amen? Amen? Number three, yeah. If you're not a Christian, you haven't made Christ Lord of your life, you're still investigating. Hopefully by the end of this message, you'll hear the voice of God calling you into relationship with God. That's my hope for what happens today. So baptism. Baptism comes from the word baptizo, and it means to immerse, to soak, to clean. Baptism. Baptism is not how you're saved. You're saved by putting your faith in Christ, right? We repent of our sins. We turn to him. We say, you are Lord. I'm going your way, not my way. How many of you can remember a moment where you said, God, you know what? I think I need to stop being in charge. <laughs> I think Jesus take the wheel. There's a moment where you say, I repent of where I've been, and I'm going in a new direction, putting my faith in Christ. So you're saved at that moment, but the Bible says that after you make that profession of faith, that then you make a public profession of faith of what you've decided to do, and that is called baptism. And it's deeply, deeply significant. One, because Jesus commanded that if you're going to be a disciple, you should be baptized. And two, he gave us the example of being baptized, Right? Now, baptism is not salvation, but it's deeply significant in the same way that, say, a wedding ring is significant. I am not married because I have this ring on, right? It symbolizes what we did, but it's more than just a symbol. It's more than just a symbol, right? I don't cry when I lose lots of stuff. If I lose this, I'm crying, and not because the diamond was expensive, right? I mean, there's a deep significance to a commitment I have made that is going to deeply affect the rest of my life. And every time I see it, I'm reminded. I'm committed to that guy. <laughs> Behind the keyboard, right there. Um, now, some days you may think, whew, 
but we're reminded. Um, this morning, um, woke up early, it's Sunday. <laughs> He's laughing because he doesn't want to say. I didn't even get permission for this one. Um, <laughs> this morning, we woke up. I was ready to go because I tend to be the morning person. And um, once he was like, oh, I should get up, let the puppy out. Because you know what happens, you don't let puppies out in time. And the morning, he's like, I should get up, let the puppy out, as I was going to get in the shower. And so I thought, well, he's talking, so he's awake. So everything's fair game now. I have kind of a, one of my favorite songs is from Singing in the Rain. Gene Kelly, Singing in the Rain. Um, yeah. You remember that song? Good morning, good morning. It's great to stay up like good morning. So um, people don't like to hear that song in the morning, I have found, <laughs> strangely enough. <laughs> my children know this song. They hate it. So this morning I thought, Oh, he's talking, he's awake. So I stood by, <laughs> by the light switch and I said, good morning, <laughs> good morning. Yeah. <laughs> so some days you look at the ring and think, oh, but I choose. <laughs> I choose. Deeply significant, you're not married because you have the ring. But listen, if you want it, you better put a ring on it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Deeply significant. Deeply significant. We're not saved in baptism, but in the same way. It isn't just a symbol. There's something deeply significant about following Jesus in obedience and making a public declaration. I am following him. If anyone's confused about where I'm going, look at where Jesus is. I'm heading in that direction. Right? Deeply significant. Galatians 3, 26-29 says, Jesus, you are all children of God. So Paul's writing to the Galatian church, like a congregation like this, and he says, listen, you guys sitting here, in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. You are all children of God through faith. You're not children of God by coming to church. You're not children of God by doing good works. You are children of God because you place your faith in him. You don't get saved by trying harder. You get saved by surrender. I realize I actually can't, so you're going to have to come and, whew, yeah? Surrender. That's how you're saved. That's counterintuitive. People want to get right with God by doing better things. How many of you know you can't even do the better things until you've surrendered? It's just not even possible. So in Christ, you are all children of God through faith. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, neither is there male or female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Woohoo! So in ancient times, there were lots of kinds of baptisms. People would get baptized to signify my allegiance is with these people, right? Brotherhoods and these kinds of things, all kinds of baptisms. In the Jewish faith in that time, in Judaism, in the intertestamental period, there was also baptism. And what happened was Gentiles, which is everyone who's not a Jew, Gentiles would maybe investigate the faith of the Jews and they would begin to believe in the true God. 
And they would say, I would like to become a Jew. I want to become a religious Jew. And what would happen is, when you were Gentile, you would get baptized in water. When you went into it, you were a Jew, or you were a Gentile. When you came out of the water, you were a Jew. Going from Gentile to Jew. He says, listen, we've been baptized in Christ, clothed in him. He's our new identity, not Jew or Gentile, not slave or free, not male or female. We're in Christ. How does that translate to us? Well, think about things people are fighting about in our society right now. If you put your faith in Christ and baptize in him, you're not black or white or male or female or German or Italian or Norwegian or Nigerian. You're in Christ. You're in Christ. You want to know how to solve the strife in our country right now? Jesus, man. Because the foot of the cross, we are all equal. All of us in need of a savior. All of us bowed low before him. All of us raised up into new life in him. So in Christ, we're not doing the whole, you were a Gentile Jew, that's not even on the board anymore. If you're in Christ, you are in a brotherhood and sisterhood where we are equal before him. Everyone gets to be powerful. Everyone gets to stand up. When the world tries to solve issues of inequity, here's the problem. From a worldly point of view, people are focused on who needs to sit down so I can stand up. Right? In Christ, we all get to stand up. Yeah, that's good news. That's good news. Through our baptism in him, we've been made one body, one family. In Christ. There's unity in Christ. There isn't division in Christ. Okay. Romans. Romans 6, starting in verse 3. Have you forgotten that when we were joined with Christ Jesus in baptism, we joined him in his death? For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also may live new lives. I'm going to keep reading, but I'll stop there just for a second. Now through him we were buried. Our old life was buried with him in baptism. That symbolism of the old passing away. Now the new has come. Now we have new life in Christ. Not slightly better. Not all the old is still there. And now we're trying real hard to add a few good things so it can balance out. Your old life is done. The record of wrongs that you have committed is gone in Christ. New life has come. We have a hard time remembering that because people remember the stuff we've done. But in God, mm -mm, clean slate. And Christ is making intercession for us. They're clean. They're new. The Bible actually says in Romans, actually, 
that we now have become the righteousness of God in Christ. We think about our worst stuff. We think about the thing we will hope nobody finds out about, or at least not a lot of people, right? And we see ourselves in that way. But in Christ, you're new. In Christ, you're clean. But since I've gotten saved, I've screwed up. Join the club. <laughs> Join the club. 1 John 1, 9. Writing to Christians. If you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and to cleanse you from all the unrighteousness. That's awesome. Then he goes on in chapter 2 to say, I'm writing this to you, not that you'll sin, but if you do sin, you have an advocate with the Father is Jesus Christ. I don't know about you. The country's in the middle of an impeachment trial. Got real quiet. <laughs> and you hear people from one side argue, you hear from the other side argue, trying to persuade everybody. Guess who's arguing for you? Guess who's arguing for you? Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is making your argument. Come on. That's exciting. If God is for you, who could be against you? Seriously. Seriously. Come on. It's so good. That's so good. The Bible says when you repented of your sins, you turned your life to God. The spirit of Christ came to dwell within you. You're not alone anymore. He guides you by his Holy Spirit. Sometimes we ignore it. <laughs> but he, we're not alone. We have a wisdom now that comes from God. That's, that's just awesome stuff. New life. Now a little bit better. You're clean. You're clean. Verse 5. Since we have been united with him in his death, we will also be raised to new life as he was. We know that our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that sin might lose its power in our lives. We are no longer slaves to sin. For when we died with Christ, we were set free from the power of sin. And since we died with Christ, we know we will also live with him. We are sure of this because Christ was raised from the dead and he will never die again. Death no longer has any power over him. He so thoroughly conquered sin that the worst byproduct of sin, which is death, couldn't keep hold of him. Think about that. How thoroughly did he conquer sin? Even death couldn't keep hold of him. And he rose again. And if that's true for him, who's it also true for? When he died, he died once to break the power of sin. But now that he lives, he lives for the glory of God. So you also should consider yourselves to be dead to the power of sin and alive to God through Christ Jesus. Woohoo! That's exciting stuff. That's exciting stuff. Death is behind us. Death is behind us. We live in a society so fearful of death, so anxious to extend life, you know, beauty and right i mean we're right in the middle of uh, all the awards season for actors and stuff which is fine 
But I mean, you see some of the pictures from it and you're like, that is not natural. <laughs> None of that. I'm not just talking about the women. Like, none of that is natural, right? Trying to preserve youth. And listen, as believers, we don't fear age and death. Death is behind us. Death is the veil you pass through to, to eternity, eternal life. And we have this in Christ Jesus. And we're not just waiting till the end to get to heaven. Even that song, heaven is all around us. Jesus prayed what? Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You've been translated into a new kingdom through your faith in Christ. You were in the kingdom of darkness, the Bible says, but you've been translated to the kingdom of light. You carry something different now. There are two kingdoms in operation in this world. The kingdom of darkness, which is all about killing and stealing and destroying people, right? And there's the kingdom of light. Jesus said, I have come to make all things new. And when you put your faith in him, guess what your new job is? You partner with him to make all things new. So now when you touch people's lives, it isn't tearing them down. Now when you're in people's lives, what happens? Life comes because you're learning to walk with him. That's exciting. That's a whole new occupation. From me first getting my way, tearing stuff down as I go. Come on. Now we get to bring life with us everywhere we go as we learn to walk like he walked in Christ. So it, in this, I can't get too much into it because we don't have time today. But I mean, it's saying you're not, people think they're going to die. Listen, you were already dead. We're born with a deadness. And in Christ now, our spirit comes alive. We were dead, now we're alive. <laughs> come on, come on. You can take all kinds of protein shakes and green smoothies. Have all kinds of crystals sitting around your house. Why? People, people can feel something's missing. There's a life. Guess where that life is found? It's found in Christ. It's found in Christ. That's what you're hungry for. It's found in Christ. New life. You don't earn it. You accept it. Come on. Because I don't know about you, but the green stuff I put in a smoothie costs a lot of money. <laughs> Free. Free gift of salvation. You don't earn it. You accept it. Right? I trade my life for his life. Such a good thing. We're going to come to baptism in just a moment after worship. And here's what we do if you're new with us. While we worship, there are people who will be on this side. A couple of people will be over here. There'll be a couple of people back there. And as we're standing and worshiping, they're there to pray with you. So if you've come into this house and you have a need, it doesn't matter if you're a Christian or not a Christian. It doesn't matter if you've had your best day or worst day. It doesn't matter what state you've come in or what need you have. We want to agree with you in prayer. We believe that Jesus shows up. Where two or three are gathered in his name, we believe he's here now with us. And when we pray for you, we believe. We believe he's going to show up and we see him show up. We've seen blind eyes open. We've seen things happen. So, come on.
You've got nothing to lose. You can receive prayer if you'd like to receive prayer. But I want to specifically call to people who may not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Or maybe those of you that need to be encouraged in your faith. Here's how you're saved. The Bible says, Romans 10, 9, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. If you confess with your mouth Jesus Christ is Lord, believe in your heart God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Two elements happening there. I make a choice to believe. This story of the Bible, I believe. I believe. He died and rose for me. I believe. And the second part is, well, all day long, and he's not your Lord, right? You can, the second part is what? Now I've made a decision to follow him as my Lord. A Lord is a very specific thing. It doesn't say confess him as king, confess him as savior. It says confess him as Lord. Everybody wants a savior <laughs> to come and rescue them. Not everybody wants a Lord. Lord means I'm going to follow your way. I'm going in your direction. My life's going to conform to you. And the Bible says at that moment, Romans 5 and 6, the bondage of sin is broken and the Spirit of Christ comes to dwell within you. God wants to radically, radically grab hold of your life <laughs> in the best possible way. No one's too far. No one's too far from his reach. No one's sin has been too egregious. He can't rescue you. If you look at his disciples, right, and the apostles, among them are tax collectors who are cheats, murderers, Paul, the apostle, people who've done all kinds of stuff. But nobody was too far from his reach. So I don't know how everyone's come in this room today, but I know no matter what way you've come in this room, he's here to meet us now. So we're going to respond to him. Amen? We're going to respond number one by worshiping him because he's just worthy and something happens in the house when we worship we turn our mind to him we put our focus on him and we worship him if you have a need in the house you come and get prayer in fact prayer team come on up so they can see where you are and where you're going to be come on up if you're on the prayer team you can respond in prayer. Here's the other thing that can happen during this time. We don't just have special people who can do the Jesus stuff. We believe that every believer gets to do the Jesus stuff. You don't have to have a name tag to do the Jesus stuff. If you're a believer, you have been given the kingdom without measure. You. Like day one, the first day you got saved, you were given the kingdom without measure. God can work through you. God can heal the sick through you. God can raise the dead through you. God can bring transformation through you. It's his work. It's his work. We're just pointing to him. Our faith is in him, not ourselves. And so in this house, maybe as a believer, um, if you're someone who's part of this house, you feel free to minister. If you feel like I want you to pray for someone, or if you're here and you want prayer, you can pray with any believer near you. Everyone gets to play. Everyone gets to play. Everyone gets to do the Jesus stuff. But let's take some time as we worship now. Worship team, come on up. Let's take some time now as we worship. You can go ahead and stand. It'll make it easier for him to get out. Why don't you go ahead and stand? We're going to take time to worship and respond to him. 
If you're a baptismal candidate and you're not dressed for baptism yet, go ahead and get dressed and come on up front. If you're dressed and ready, come on up front. We're going to worship, and then we'll continue the service in baptism. just like, uh, it gets ya, it gets ya, so, um, yeah, it goes like this, so, oh, I'm ready, <laughs> that's okay, <laughs> the weapon, so here goes, the weapon may be formed, but it won't prosper, when the darkness falls, it won't prevail, for the God, for the God I serve knows only how to triumph. For my God will never fail. Let's sing that verse again. Here we go. The weapon may be formed, but it won't prosper. When the darkness falls, it won't prevail. Come on. Because the God I serve knows only how to triumph. For my God will never fail, my God. Oh, my, my God will never fail. I'm gonna see, I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see a victory for the battle belongs to you, Lord. Oh, this power, come on, sing it out. This power in the mighty name of Jesus. Every war he wages, he will win. Come on. Backing down from many giants. Cause I know how this story ends. Come on, sing that we know. Cause we know how this story ends. I'm gonna see, I'm gonna see your victory. I'm gonna see your victory. You turn it for good. You turn it for good. Oh, you take. You take what the enemy meant for evil. And you turn it for good. 
you turn it for good. Come on, we sing you take, you take what the enemy meant for evil, and you turn it for good. You turn it for good. Oh, you take, you take what the enemy meant for evil, and you turn it for good. You turn it for good. Oh, you take, Lord, you take what the enemy meant for evil, and you turn it for good. You turn it for good. And you turn it for good. You turn it for good. I'm gonna see, I'm gonna see your victory. I'm gonna see your victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. I'm gonna see your victory. I'm gonna see your victory. For the battle belongs to you.
victory. I'm gonna see your victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. Come on, we'll rest in that to keep playing. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. You're good. Your ways are good. We just rest in you, Father. We just rest in you. Thank you for your promise. Thank you for your
Before we come to baptism, we're going to sing one more song. I just want to encourage you, man, Jesus is in the house. Amen. You can feel his presence. And I just want to encourage you, there's still time to receive prayer, particularly if you feel like, man, I, I know I don't have a relationship with God. My third goal for today, I have three. Um, it was the third on the list, but it's my highest goal. If you don't have a relationship with Jesus, that's the most important thing that could happen in the house today. So as we sing this last song, would you just ask your neighbor, like, hey, I'll go pray with you. If you need prayer, I'll go with you. Um, ask somebody you didn't come to church with, right? Hey, if you, if you need prayer, I'll go with you. Really, go ahead. The person next to you, I'll go with you. Here and here and here, people can pray for you as we sing this last song. There's still time to get prayer. Let's do it.
God is so good. He's so good. It's time for baptism. <laughs> it's time for baptism. If, uh, if you're getting baptized, you can come on up to the front and come have a seat. Here's why we baptize a family. If you or if anybody wants to move further up, get a better view. There's like a big pocket of space early in the service. You can sit here. Um, family, if you're wanting better view, there's room in the front. I get to sit next to Lisa. <laughs> what if it's time for Jesus' ministry to start? He went out to the wilderness and found John the Baptist, who was preparing the way for him. And he said, I spent myself to you to be baptized. And John said, I'm not even worthy to undo your sandal. <laughs> and he said, the fullness of time has come. This is right that I'm baptized. And so John baptized him. And when he baptized him, the Father spoke from heaven and said, this is my son. And he went, well, please, the Holy Spirit descended upon him. And in the form of a dove, he was filled with the Holy Spirit. Powerful things, ministry began. So baptism, we're acknowledging, we are, it's our public declaration, we're going to follow you. And the Father is truly pleased <laughs> as you follow him in obedience. Jesus said, when you go make disciples, baptize them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teach them all the things I've commanded you. So we follow his example, and we follow him in obedience and baptism. So each person getting baptized is going to make their public confession of faith. They're going to tell you about their story. Some might be shorter, some might be longer. Um, but we, I told them, we love to hear your stories. But you know, sometimes you're shy. You got a little. Um, we're going to hear their public confession of faith and then celebrate with them in baptism. If you've been baptized, if your believer has been baptized, remember your baptism. You belong to Christ. Amen. Amen. Good morning. I get the privilege of baptizing some of our, well, it's like they're all family to me, so. <laughs> this is Wyatt. He's going to share his testimony. Um, I want to get baptized so I can obey God, God and be one, one step closer and be washed clean. Amen. So let's get in the pond here, in the tank. Oh, it's nice and warm. So Wyatt, have you made Jesus Lord of your life? And do you profess and purpose to follow him all the days of your life? I'm a little slow. Today, we are going to pray after every person's baptized, they'd be filled with the Holy Spirit. Um, because Paul, when he came across disciples in Acts 19, he said, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? And he was adamant, oh, you've got to have them. 
Um, and so he's, he empowers us to walk the, the Christian life and to follow Jesus and he empowers us to be a witness. So we're going to pray over every person. We're going to start with Wyatt, my baby. All right. Jesus, we thank you. God, we glorify you. We rejoice with the angels in heaven that you have another one. Your child has come home to you. And we thank you, Father. We thank you, God. And Holy Spirit, we just invite you right now to come fill Wyatt in all of his being. From head to toe, Holy Spirit, come fill. Come in power. Come fill him with all that you are. Come be one with him, Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for the power that you enable Wyatt to be your witness all the days of his life. In Jesus' name, we glorify you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Next, we have some more family. This is my grandson, Levi. Levi Benjamin Bowden. So, Levi, you want to tell us a little bit why you want to be baptized? I want to be baptized because I love Jesus and I want to have a license with him. A license. Amen. So, come on in, buddy. <laughs> Levi, Benjamin Bowden, have you accepted Jesus as your personal Savior? And based on your profession of faith, do you purpose to follow him all the days of your life? Yes. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for Levi. Levi, we bless you in Jesus' name. We bless your new life in Christ. God, we thank you right now. Holy Spirit, that you will empower Levi to live for you, to shine for you, to declare who you are to the world around him. And so, Holy Spirit, we just invite you to come fill Levi right now. Holy Spirit, come. Thank you, Lord, that all of you from the top of his head to the very bottom of his feet. Just fill him, Holy Spirit, with all that you are. Thank you, Lord, that he would know that he is one with you, that he would know that he is yours, that he would know that you will be with him always, even to the end of the age, like you've promised Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Bless you, Levi, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Next, we have another one of my family here. This is Chad. He's a son. And Chad, you want us to tell us, Chad, let's see, Chad Allen. Right. I had to practice these to get them because I usually forget about halfway through. Chad Allen Garth. 
Would you like to explain or just share a little bit of what Jesus has done? Yeah. Right. <clears throat> Apologize if it's long. Uh, <laughs> just uh, God inspired me to put some things on paper. Um, I'm thankful and humbled to uh, be before you as a body. In the name of God, in the new foundation that he has set forth for me. I'd be lying if I said days leading up to today. <laughs> leading up to today had been a walk in the park. And after talking to Pastor Rachel, I do feel like Satan has tried to take today away from me. But I'm excited to be here today because God has found a way for that. And I feel loved by him and this church. God has touched my life in many ways leading up to today. He's given me the ability to draw strength when I was at my weakest. Man. He's built bridges where I once thought was isolation. <laughs> and He's given me the answer. He's given me mentors in my life that he can work through. Some of these people are now best friends and or family. He's given me a work ethic I needed to make ends meet even when I couldn't see how I could make it work. And he's helped me become the man and pillar that others needed in their life. Even when I didn't understand that my giving had such value. He's been the force in my life to keep me healthy and restore me when I was scared the most. And the wisdom to be the best father and family member and friend I could be. So it's in God's name that I, I thank this church, Pastor Rachel, Ben, and countless others that steer me towards him. I'm excited in this new opportunity to build upon, learn, and be men mentored to work towards his plan and our relationship. Thanks again. All right, come on in. So Chad, Alan Garth, as you have you made Jesus Lord of your life? Yes, I have. And do you and do you purpose and plan to follow him all the days of your life? Yes, I do. you so much for Chad. Father, we thank you that you're so faithful to pursue us. 
we thank you that even when we think, God, we're far away from you or it could never happen or we've done too much or it's just been too long or whatever the reason, you are faithful. You go after the one and you pursue us. So we thank you, God, that Chad is loved by you. We thank you that he knows the reality that you are well pleased with him. You are well pleased with him today. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for your love, God. Thank you, Father, for your love. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, we just invite you to come right now. Thank you. There's always more with you, God. There's always more with you, God. We invite you to come and fill Chad right now. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. We ask for more, more of your presence, more of the reality of your love, that he would be filled with all the fullness of you. That's to know your love, God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We invite you to come. Fill him, God. Fill him overflowing that his cup would run over, that that living water would flow out of Chad everywhere that he goes. Thank you for empowering him, God, to live for you, to seek after you all of his days. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise right now. We glorify your name for everything you're doing in Chad. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Get the pleasure of baptizing Melody today, Melody Omens. <laughs> Melody, would you like to share your testimony? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna cry a lot, so be warned. Um, a year ago today, I I never would have thought I would be here right now because God is a pursuer. Every single day of your life, even if you are not a believer, he is a pursuer. Because a year ago today, I don't even recognize the person I was. The person I was was so filled with hatred and anger and so much negativity and horribleness that I don't even know who that was. Because God has changed me. He's changed me through the love of the congregation, through the love of him, and through the peace that he gives me. And I do want to thank all of you, because you truly are a good example of the God, of God's love, and you've definitely shown that to me. And when I first met you all, I was just a girl who was in love with a guy who wanted me to go to church. (laughs) But the more I went to church, the more I realized how crazy you all are. And the more I realized that I was just as crazy. (laughs) And so that is why I decided to make the assembly my home. And why I'm going to marry that guy that told me to go to church with him. (laughs) Yeah. God is so good. (laughs) And I'm so happy to be here in front of all of you today. A changed woman, truly, through God.
Your story is beautiful, so come on in. Oh, it is warm. I know. <laughs> Isn't that nice? So you can go on your knees. Don't fall on your Okay. Let me baptize you. Forward a bit. Okay. Melody Margaret Omens. <laughs> have you made Jesus Lord over your life? Yes. Yes, I have. And do you purpose to serve him for the rest of your life? Yes. Father, we thank you, God. We thank you for Melody. Lord, I just glorify your name right now, just that she spoke of the change. There's transformation in you, God. There's new life. Behold, all things have passed away, and all things become new. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. You're making all things new in Melody. Thank you. She's come to a saving knowledge of you. And I just thank you, God, that it has just begun. It has just begun. Thank you, Lord. So, Holy Spirit, we just invite you to come right now. Fill Melody right now. Holy Spirit, come. Fill her up, Lord, that her cup would run over in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for empowering her to be yours, to be bold in you, God, to love you, God, to shine her light, God, so that all men would see her good works yeah. and glorify her Father in heaven. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit, fill her, fill her, head to toe, in Thank Jesus' you, name. Jesus' Thank name, you, we praise you, God. Thank Amen. You, God. Amen. 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 Ushers, come on up. Come on up. Well, everyone's still dripping wet from baptism. We take communion together. Um, it's two sacraments in one, which is awesome in one day. Um, but here's the thing. Communion reminds us this is all through Christ, his death, his resurrection. And we come to the communion table as family. So if you want to stand where we receive communion together, the ushers are going to come pass it out. When Jesus knew he was going to die, he brought his disciples together. He broke bread and said, this is my body broken for you. He took the cup and said, this is my blood spilled for you. And so we get to rejoice. <laughs> this is the fruit of what he've done. he's done. We've just witnessed it. So receive the emblems as they come. Thank you, Father. You're so good. Joyful communion. <laughs> Joyful communion. Thank you, Father. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is the
Has everyone received who wants to receive?
we celebrate new life in Christ. <laughs> Let's receive the emblems. His body broken for us. His blood spilled for us. That leads us through the veil of death into life. Amen. If you partake, body with me. And now the cup, and we're going to celebrate. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. He's good. He's good. Let's celebrate as we leave today. Celebrate his new life. Here we go.
He's so good. He's so good. We can't even exaggerate his goodness. He's so good. Would you pray with me as we close today? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For thine is the kingdom and the power and all the glory forever. Amen. God bless you. Love you.